The second are due to attack the line shortly after dawn tomorrow. They have no idea what they're in for. And we can't warn them. As a parting gift, the enemy cut all our telephone lines. Your orders are to get to the second at Kwasi Wood, one mile southeast of the town of Lacoste. Deliver this to Colonel Mackenzie. It is a direct order to call off tomorrow morning's attack. If you don't, it will be a massacre. We will lose two battalions. 1,600 men, your brother among them. You think you can get there in time? Yes, sir. All right, everybody, welcome in. We're Matt and Bob. We're here to pod. We're going to get potty proud right now. Uh, I'm Matt Hayes, joined by Bob Panalone. Bob, uh, what's going on, man? Hey, Matt Hayes. I, uh... I heard you got your hand caught on some barbed wire. How long is it going to take you to be able to wank again? Yeah, well, I got to wipe the uh, the German guts off of it first. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 just going to go with it. You know, just bandages it up and get back jerking again. There you go. <laughs> the uh, Sarge has instructed me to choose somebody for this podcast, and I I choose Bob. Why'd you choose me? <laughs> Why'd you choose? You could have chose anyone, Hayes. Why'd you choose me? Uh, you're sitting. You're already on the mic, so I figured why not. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a meme about food or jerking off. 1917. Uh, I saw it for the second time recently. You saw it last weekend. What did you think? I enjoyed this movie. Uh, yeah. It's obviously uh, got a lot of momentum coming out of the Globes and, and winning best. Won the, yeah. Won the Golden Globe before its premiere, which was kind of a nice little boost. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I thought that... Overall, I really enjoyed myself. Uh, I was definitely engaged in the movie and and oftentimes thrilled, uh, pretty much in wonder of the technical achievements of the movie. Yeah. I think it was lacking a little bit in terms of character, and, and you know I'm a big character arc turd, so I thought there was a little bit of desire just in terms of the, the buy-in I had with the actual characters and the mission they were on in general. But There's uh, no real time for that stuff. Yeah, that's not what the movie they were trying to make, right? Yeah. But still, I think if there was a, a, and again, it's a small criticism that I have, but just not a lot of, not a lot of character going on for, and I, and I love character and I love character, especially in in a war setting or the the brotherhood or that's kind of, you know, kind of those quiet moments in war. I've always appreciated those, but yes, you're right. That's not the movie that they set out to make here. Yeah, plus you don't really t- sit around talking about character all day. You know, it's you pick up little tidbits as you're walking through the fields. Or it's like, oh, we, you lost your ribbon? Yeah, I traded it for a bottle of wine. And oh, what? I, you didn't tell me that. You know, it's like little stuff like that. Um, so I kind of yeah. liked that they were. It was they were always moving, and uh, it wasn't just like. A, it, and even the moments where like we do sit down and get some like quiet character development, where he's with the the Russian girl who's you know taking care of this uh the baby the baby and the milk, um, yeah. or orphan is what i was looking for and it, mm-hmm. even in that moment you're like dude you gotta go you're yeah uh, you, like what's going on yeah um, you already passed out in that church and it's 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 you got you're already late you know yeah um and had he not uh you know stuck around feeding the baby milk he could have saved that first battalion or the first wave i mean yeah i there were a few moments where there was some some nice character and and you know you kind of got the, the thing going on with uh, blake who is the the character that unfortunately gets stabbed but you know he definitely is is enamored by the the 
pageantry of war. He he obviously is 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 hype about the medal or the potential to get a medal. And the other guy is very much just about survival. And he's just like, I, I don't give a fuck. It's just a piece of tin. And <clears> so there's kind of there's some 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 elements going on with that. You get a little bit with the just the the brother. Like he he's that's part of his character is that he's he's well, going. He's to just save trying his to go home. He's just trying to go home, right? I mean, because at the end, he sits back down against that tree. I, I do love that we, we begin and end of this guy leaning yeah. against the tree. Yeah, the book, he, end, the book end of him on that tree is, is pretty clever. He takes out his little tin of uh, photos, and uh, it just says, come back to us. And it's like, oh, well, this guy's got a wife and a kid. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I didn't really know that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, for the most part, it's it's very linear. It's a very simple story. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, which it kind of had to be in order to pull off the the tracking, the the one shot feel um, throughout. I I think everyone that kind of popped up, like Colin Farrell and uh, you know uh, um, Cumberbatch, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, the Max other guy Strong. from Sherlock, yeah, Max Strong. They're all so great, so like really well cast. Even even like that that the Sarge, that guy was. Oh, that guy was that was my favorite cameo. Was the dude from Fleabag. Fleabag, yeah. God, he was so great. He's like, you know, we really hate losing these to uh, the hunt. So, you know, if they if they shoot you, just do us a favor and throw it back. <laughs> the flare. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're probably going to get shot. So if you do, toss the flare back so we don't lose the flare. Uh, but just, yeah. yeah, this guy that is... The the other guy that the the other uh, lead in command died the day before, so he's kind of got to do it, but he really fucking hates yeah. it, and it's just like the the nonchalantness of it, I I, I thought was pretty funny. In in in, in this in this hectic, frantic, uh, you know, uh, rush to get over the enemy line, and he's just like, oh well, you know, <laughs> I thought he you was know, great. The Nazis had uh, flair; they made the Jews wear. Uh, Andrew Scott, yeah. Uh... The, the lieutenant, first lieutenant. Mm. Dude's killing Richard, it, man. Richard Madden comes in at the end there. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and then you've got, yeah, you've got uh, Rob Stark as the brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of doing uh, you know, last second scene. And there. then, uh, yeah, you got you got another guy from Game of Thrones in there. The uh, the Dean Charles, uh, what's his name? He plays the... Blake? Dean Charles Chapman, yeah. Yeah, Blake. Blake. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was a Lannister. Yeah, um, you, didn't, you didn't see Sherlock, but Andrew Scott is famous for playing Moriarty opposite Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't I watched that, but um, overall, did you get the, uh, I, I've heard a lot of people talking about kind of the video game feel, not only from the uh, behind the back perspective that a lot of times the camera would go into, but just kind of the checkpoint type feel that the plot went into? Yeah, I get that. Like, get to the cost, and then you gotta get to the river, and it, it almost felt like a... a call of duty-esque um with a lot less engagement i the the few things i found unbelievable is like his escaping of being shot so many times especially with such in such close quarters like especially when he gets to the town of lacoste yeah yeah and like everyone that's shooting at him is really close and it just has that feel of like that star wars stormtrooper not being able to hit a brick wall um that was the only thing that was like ah man I don't know why they had to make it so sort of unbelievable that he yeah, yeah, come just, out of this unscathed. All these dudes are terrible shot. Yeah. Right? It's almost like that scene in, in Dumb and Dumber where <laughs> where he gets up and he shoots that gun nine times. He's like, Harry, you're alive! And you're a terrible <laughs> shot! <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like they're all Dumb and Dumber <clears throat> dudes. 
Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I, I just found it so engaging. I, I, I saw this shortly after seeing Uncut Gems for the first time, and then both movies were just like the adrenaline was at 11 the whole time. Damn, um, you must have been so pumped up. You needed to go out with Kim Brennan and get a beer. Yeah, just grab a beer, you know, rock bottom. Uh, gotta, gotta go get a beer. Um, Calm yourself down. But yeah, I mean, I, I, did you did you feel that way? It was like it never really lets. Yeah, up. it it it's really relentless, and and there's just a really kind of kinetic energy, and, and and it's shot that way, and and I think because the story's so simple, the just the filmmaking itself is is really shines, really shines, and allows you to just sit in awe of this cinematographer, and, and it's really a, a chance for him to he's the star. He the cinematography is the star of this movie and what everybody's Roger talking Deacons, about. Roger Deakins, man. He's Roger Deakins and everybody yeah. everybody knows his name now, right? And especially after the all the snubs and then uh, and then winning for Blade Runner, but now I mean it's just he the, the guy is a, is is allowed to showcase and I think um, it's it's just incredible the way they do some of the scenes and then it just and it also just puts you in that perspective and and I guess that's kind of another reason why they kind of just wanted these characters to be everyman. And, you know, they, it's just one scary situation after another scary situation. And you never feel comfortable, even in some of the, the quieter scenes. And um, mm-hmm. and it's just you're always kind of, as the audience member, it trains you in terms of almost running shotgun with them. And when, when they get to an open passage, you're kind of scanning the horizon looking for a sniper or you're like, when he's crossing that bridge, you're like, someone's going to be in that tower over there. Like someone's going to shoot him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it kind of trains you. It trains you to feel like you're a world war one, uh, private. Yeah, no, for sure. Man, this, this guy, uh, Fargo, uh, Jarhead, Oh brother, where art thou? No country for old men, skyfall. Cario, Blade Runner. Oh, so he, that's probably how he met up with Mendez was doing Skyfall. Yeah, yeah, Sky. I, that's why I love about Skyfall. Yeah, I was also really impressed with just the the production design and how many extras that they had to have in that space. That was that was really incredible. Just you're you're walking through this track and all the choreography of all of these extras, and I mean, it's probably pretty simple to set an extra up and say, okay, you're smoking a cigarette, don't look into the lens. But I just the environment, it really kind of made you feel that trench warfare. Oh my god, you're like, what are they like restage the whole war? <laughs> I mean, I, I apparently they bought large tracks, like massive acreage. Um, out in who knows probably france or wherever mm-hmm. and and they they the whole set was built like top to bottom so you you could do you could do it all in one shot it's all kind of you know um uh, uh to scale or whatever um it's it's you know it's like a snaking set over this massive acreage um okay. they built all that stuff it's just so amazing yeah, it's just the 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 technicality, and then just if if like one thing goes wrong, if the camera's in the wrong spot, and you don't get to this place in time, well then we got to reset the whole shot, like set every fucking extra back up. Like just the, how they they must have just rehearsed that blocking over and over and over again to make sure that when the camera's there, you're on your mark. It's it's I I don't really I more about what I know about. Uh, in terms of this movie stuff is in, in, in script analysis or, or scene work with actors, but this, the, the actual just technicality of the camera work is, is just pretty jaw dropping. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I, I mean, I'm sure there's more cuts than you can probably tell, uh, at least 
my experience with Birdman, uh, hearing about how they filmed that, it's like whenever you kind of can spin around a corner, you can just kind of match that, and, and that can be a cut. Oh, you can bleed them together, yeah. Yeah, um, but I wonder how long the takes were. I mean, I, I watched on uh, Instagram, uh, they were showing the the footage of him, you know, running after the the whistle, and they go over the top, and he's kind of running through to get to the to get to the commanding officer in time, and then uh, they have the kind of behind-the-scenes footage and then the actual on-camera footage side-by-side. And, I mean, it's a really long take. So. Oh, I, I got to see that. I got to check that out. Yeah, it's fascinating. Like, all the uh, the, um, the orchestration of the the kind of the ground explosions, and that's all choreographed, like, from start to finish. So he makes that – he probably made that run so many times. And, like, now, obviously, there's a crane on the back of a truck, and he's running towards the crane. and. Yeah, it's man. I mean that that was that's a full that's a whole take right there. That is uh, crazy, and it's yeah, and, and again just all the extra works in there. It's it's. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just getting to guys choreograph yeah. the guys hitting him like yeah, and then like the and then timing to, to of the that. pace of him getting back up and being able to stay in frame and and yeah, oh god, like so cool. The storyboard on there would be impressive. just amazing to kind of watch them block all that out. Um, it is nominated for just about everything except acting awards. Um, Which is, is this... fair, because there's not a lot of character in there. It's just kind of I mean, what is this a front runner for you? Or, I mean, what do you, what do you think? No, I mean, I don't know. I, it's really hard for me to, to pick these apart. Um, you know, I'm more of, more thinking The Irishman or uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think if, if this movie is going to clean up in terms of all of the sound mixing, sound editing, I think it's like uh, cinematography. cinematography, possibly direction. Like I, I could see possibly Sam Mendes winning for direction. Uh, I think it's going to be it's going to be almost one of those like Mad Max where it wins a lot of those uh, tech awards and then yeah, and then it like def- it- best picture goes to Irishman or something. And Mad Max, in a way, is kind of like the same start-to-finish movie uh, where it's like the entire yeah. film is... It's almost like Mad out. Max meets Private Ryan in that. Like, there's even yeah. that scene where they save the, the German sh- soldier only to be stabbed. And it's like, stop fucking saving Germans. Like, yeah. like when, they the, when they let the guy walk in Private Ryan and he ends up sniping out Captain Miller later. And then, yep. you know, yep. then that, like... And it also has that, like, agony of 10 seconds later kind of thing where the 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 medics roll up on them like eight seconds after he's moved that body yeah and, and it's just like oh my god you're like 10 seconds uh, like a, a minute or two later that 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 scene probably doesn't happen actually that was probably my favorite scene um because i was also really impressed with the way he was able to go from a dude to basically he he looks like dead he looks like death and i don't know where whether it was cgi that they made his the the his face so pale or whether it was yeah. makeup over and over again but it was uh i was like oh, i was just really impressed with how he went she slowly started to look more and more dead as they were playing that scene out and yeah and as it kind of resembles a, a, a single take <laughs> the entire time it was really yeah like, how do you do that yeah, it could, I mean, you know, it could be, you know. They it post, could have been CGI. You know. If they could make Robert De Niro look like he's 40, I guess they could make this guy look <laughs> like he's a little more dead. 
Yeah, exactly. But um, no, I mean, I, I had so much fun. I mean, I, I definitely wanted to see it again in IMAX, and, and that was a really cool experience. Um, so I didn't see it in IMAX, but I saw it in Dolby, which is slightly bigger screen, and then it's it's got the all the sound. It's the it's more of like the sound theater. And Yeah, okay. So it was cool. It was especially cool when the rap trips the tripwire. And yeah. I honestly, like the whole audience, our, our whole Dolby no, theater, no, 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 no. well, just... Everyone, when that explosion went off, we all kind of jumped out of our seats. It's just, oh, it just cool. rocked you. It like, absolutely put you in, in that <laughs> environment of, of the startled surprise of, of the tripwire going off. Yeah. Yeah, that was really effective. Yeah. Um, did you have a favorite scene? Um, I, 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 guess, I guess not. I, I mean, I, I was really impressed by... What, at at night with the flares going off yeah uh, that was like, really cool like the uh the decrepit you know remnants of this town or kind of it almost looks like bryce canyon utah with these uh these rock formations this just bombed out village and they're it, it's very skyfall as well um mm-hmm. how it's like black and it's lit up and um yeah and there's that, that soldier in the, in the scene that soldier in the distance but you don't really have perspective on how far he is away and then all of a sudden he's just right on top of you yeah yeah i i was just so impressed by yeah a lot of the visuals um yeah. but um yeah cool i mean that's uh i guess like we can move into to talking about the noms that came out on monday i real quick uh, though i have a question for you on your interpretation of one of these scenes so they come across the cherry tree orchard, right? Yeah. And they're talking about how the Germans are dicks for cutting down the cherry trees. And they are walking through and, and, the, and Private Blake is talking about how he used to be on a farm. And then he says, you know, it actually, there's going to be more cherry trees because the seeds will spread. And, and actually there's going to be more trees that, that pop up in this place. If you cut down a cherry tree, normally three or four grow. And I was trying to wrap my head around what that metaphor was. And it's it's either that if you chop down the Germans, more Germans are going to sprout up and it's pessimistic. Or is it you chop or if or there could be like hope out of this war, like good things come from bad situations. So I kind of uh, was... I think you're you're definitely right on with the second one. I mean, it's, it's okay. like the the reason the U.S. got into the war was the undeniable brutality against the Jews. So they're trying to like expunge the Jewish race, and by doing so, they brought the wrath of the world and they lost the war. I mean, it's, okay, you know, yeah, I was that's... I was kind of torn between those two. I just wanted to get your perspective. Anyway, thanks. Uh, back, back to, to the uh, awards. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, well, well, this definitely cleaned up, like we mentioned. Um, you know all, all the big awards except for the major acting categories. Um, what were? Do you have any general reactions in general? I mean, we got Ford vs Ferrari, Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon yeah, a Time, Yeah, so and a lot of the awards for performance. Um, a lot of the people that I wanted to get in got in, except for Adam Sandler. Um, I could have probably swapped him and Jonathan Price. I just think for the telecast, too, it would have been way more interesting for Adam Sandler. But, again, me and you always talk about this. It's it's fifth place. Like, if you, you take them out, neither one of them are going to win. But um, I think... I think Uncut Gems getting shut out is the biggest disappointment for me. Um, like, yeah. I, it does, it, especially not getting in the race for, you know, nine nominees. 
Um, like you got Jojo Rabbit in there and Ford vs Ferrari instead. I, I don't know if they're Ford vs Ferrari. I, I, me and you both like that movie a good deal, but I, I could have seen. I would have. I just enjoyed myself more in Uncut Gems. I just think Uncut Gems is a better movie. Um, yeah, but, same with like Knives Out. I like Ford vs Ferrari, Knives Out. They're all just kind of like yeah, great movie movies. I, yeah, I don't know if they, it needs to be in the conversation for the best. What well, whatever, but. Uh, yeah, you know Adam Driver. A lot of people are like, "Oh man, he's a lock." That's you know, it's like Adam Driver. Oh yeah, he's a lock. Joaquin Phoenix. Oh yeah, he's a lock. All these locks as like their movies came out, and then it's like you get some perspective once you kind of like sit back and yeah. review everything. But I, I definitely think he could have got in there. I haven't seen Pain and Glory yet, so I can't really speak to Banderas. But yeah, I don't. Like yeah, I, I haven't seen it either, that. so I can't really. I can't comment to it. I think. Uh, I think Greta Gerwig made a good enough movie to be nominated. Uh, this yeah, is the, over Todd Phillips. I would yeah, say. I just so much love for Joker, man. And 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 you, I can go. I actually went back and listened to our episode on Joker, and I really liked it. I was definitely fired up about it. But now, when now when I'm looking at the whole body of it, I just I think it's overpraised, and and I'm in a weird way. I'm starting to root against it. Are you kind of anti Joker right now? Yeah, I have been for a while. I don't think it should be recognized for anything other than Joaquin. Phoenix. Other than the performance, maybe. That, yeah, that's it. Joaquin Phoenix nominated, uh, and I would vote Adam Driver. For oh, that. if Adam Driver so, doesn't win, I'm gonna put my foot through the TV, and it's it's very likely he couldn't win, or he sh- he might not win now, and and that really upsets me. <laughs> uh, but I I mean I and I'm fine with Joaquin Phoenix, and I think he's a great actor, and I think he was great in Joker. I I'm cool with 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 Joaquin Phoenix, but I just. Man, I, I I'm so connected to the Adam Driver performance. Yeah, sometimes it's so arbitrary to pick a winner. Um, it's like, what does that even mean? What's better? They're so different. Uh, could could either have one done the other's part? I I, I mean, it's whatever. It, 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 at some point, it doesn't really make any sense. Uh, you you narrowed it down to five, and that, and that's that's pretty hard to do as it is. Yeah. Um, so I'm not gonna get too worked up about it. I just I I would I would be voting for uh, Adam Driver, and then I. Yeah. I just went. I I don't think I don't understand the love for the movie at large. Yeah, uh, I mean, other other than the performance, I don't know why what people like about it so much or why they think it should be recognized. Other than a guy who did the Hangover ripping off Scorsese's stuff, I so I don't really get that. Yeah, it's a good point, and I think I think it's just in general though it's 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 wide open there's not any clear cut winners uh, i think and in, in, even in a lot of the supporting categories besides maybe Brad Pitt like we'll see how these these uh, lead up awards go but it seems yeah, like he we could he, be, he could definitely distance himself which is really cool <laughs> and that was something we were excited about potentially in july and it, it could come to fruition here yeah which is tough cuz it's like well man joe pesci al pacino Oh man, uh, all, all great. But I, I could definitely see Brad Pitt dis- distancing himself. Yeah. Um, I think one of the only locks is Parasite for international feature. Um, oh I, yeah. I'm tempted to be like, man, I think that's probably the best movie of the year. It'd be yeah, cool I would be totally cool win. if it won Best Picture. Yeah. Totally deserving. Uh, Parasite, Once Upon a Time, 1917. I guess Joker. We have to consider um, are probably the main contenders there. Dude, if you Maybe get the if they get the writing, they've got the adapted screenplay, they've got a performance in there, they've got direction and picture. Like it's definitely in play. Direction and picture are definitely going to split. I, there's too many films to recognize to not do that. You know what I mean? Like, like you got to go Quentin for director and then 
1917 for best picture or you got a Sam Mendes and then once upon a time I just think it's going to be sp- Bong Joon-ho would be cool for director I mean that would knows? be cool I I just think they're going to split it up I at least that's I mean all these movies are so great it just doesn't make sense to have one runaway winning everything Yes, I totally agree. And I yeah, I would be I would be a little disappointed even if it was something that I loved like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. If Once Upon a Time in Hollywood cleaned up, I would feel cheated. And I don't think it will, but I would feel cheated in there. Yeah, for real. Yeah. It's it's our favorite perhaps, but uh, I don't think it needs more than one or two awards. Like it's not going to beat these movies out in every category. Um uh, yeah, I don't know. Would you give him director or or screenplay? I think he's going to win, man, because Bombac screenplay too, though. Yeah, Marriage Story screenplay. So good. I think I think Greta Gerwig could win for Adapted, which yeah. which would right some wrongs. I think, exactly, yeah. Yeah, I think, and, and I would like that a lot, actually. She's so damn talented. You can't just give her an award arbitrarily, but I, I do think she has a lot of great achievement, um, and, I, and I, I think that Little Women is an achievement, and I think that would be a nice win. I think that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood will probably win, but Quentin's already won a lot of original screenplays, so I, I would be cool if Marriage Story won because I was most connected to that movie this year. Um, Dialogue was definitely great. Yeah. Very, very, very grounded. Um, yeah, I, I just I would like to see a, um, a wide coverage of, of, of all these guys getting recognized. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, guys getting their... Yeah. Um, what about yeah, uh, any any first what, takes with performances? I know we kind of talked about best actor, but what about best actress and the supports or best, uh, best supporting this, actor this, and actress? This is tough. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't really have a read on these. I mean, I I I, I don't want Renee Zellweger to win because I think that movie looks stupid and she's <laughs> the weird old and, biopic. Yeah, I'm like, give me a break. I, like, and then after so that she, Golden Globe speech, I was like, I don't really want to watch you do anything ever again. No. That was yeah, so I, weird. I, I'm all set. Uh, hey I mean, guys, maybe... 40 years yeah, ago I was up here and here we go. Buckle up, She was, she, yeah, she's the living embodiment of the um, Caitlyn Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner up, on South Park <laughs> character. Um, yeah, I would love to see Scarlett Johansson win in one of the categories. Yeah, let's uh, go. You finally came around on Scarlett Johansson. Guy's been no, yeah. battling on her, <laughs> killing her for months. He's like, you know what? Killing Give her the award. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as long you know, it, it was at the expense of a, a mediocre film with some plastic surgery. So is this the ultimate one eighty? Where you said one of the only problems you had with JoJo Rabbit was Scarlett Johansson, and now you want her to win the Oscar? <laughs> uh, I'd rather see her win for Marriage Story than JoJo yes. Rabbit. I. I, I mean, I was better. fine with her in Jojo Rabbit, but Marriage Story is a, is a really an achievement, and her monologue in that movie is. I would go ScarJo Marriage Story, and then supporting. I mean, I guess maybe Laura Dern is the front nurse, maybe, but Florence cool. Pugh. I, I I would. Oh yeah, yeah, her, yeah. I could get down with that. I know we kind of skipped over her a little bit on our Little Women conversation, but she was yeah. phenomenal as Amy. Yeah, which is uh, I guess historically kind of a hated character, and everyone's kind of like bagging on her and just not painted in a really empathetic light no pun intended. Uh, which i think which is such a great way um which, which speaks to greta gerwig's direction and, and screenplay that like all these characters were given like the screen some screen time to develop you know um 
their side of the story. Yeah. So, little uh, Florence Pugh, Little Women, Margot Robbie was great in Bombshell. I haven't seen that uh, yet. I still have to see Bombshell. And now I have to go out and watch uh, Tom Hanks and Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood because yeah, you, you did I was get planning on. I was planning to see that eventually. Um, I guess we don't have to watch Hustlers. Yes. Well, I already watched it. So. Whatever. Oh, you did. Yeah. Well, wait. What do you think about it? It's okay. It's it's yeah. a total whatever movie though. Like it's not bad by any means, but it's I I was not fired up at all about anything in the movie. So yeah, yeah. I I think a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood definitely is a give it a scene uh, side my stream. It just seems yeah, so much like a give it a stream. But now uh, I'm just, I guess I gotta hope for that to roll along in screener land. The yeah, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, um, Pain and Glory, um, just Mercy. I don't know if it got any nominations, but that I don't those think are so. kind of the only ones I'm like, oh, I still need to see stuff. You know what I mean? The ones that are going for it that didn't get anything. Yeah, um, documentary. I mean, I, I've mentioned American Factory before. Yeah. Um, uh, Apollo Eleven not getting in there is kind of weird, but uh, the Cave I kind of want to see. I think that was produced. You by always recommend me the best documentaries. I will definitely for for as off as you've been on Scarlett Johansson, I think you totally redeem yourself with a how often you get to see documentaries and when you recommend them to me, how often I uh, enjoy myself. So. Oh man, yeah, I I was pounding the table uh, last year for free solo. I. But uh, so this year, I think American Factory is going to be the one. Okay, I'll so, so definitely have out. to check that out based on your recommendation. Uh, not nominated, but Biggest Little Farm, I'm a big fan of too. Yeah, yeah, that that did have a lot of. Uh, I did hear some people that went to see that, so surprise be- yeah. based on it being in the zeitgeist. That uh... it, it's a very hopeful movie, which you mm-hmm. know a lot of these documentaries are pretty pretty intense. Um, it's about like how to turn around the. Climate change and devastation of, uh, you know, modern mm-hmm. factory farming. Um, yeah, I guess. Oh, uh, what what else to mention? Um, yeah, anything else there. popping off the popping off the page here for you? No, I mean, yeah, I think uh, pretty chalky nominations. A lot of good stuff. Uh, yeah, great year, competitive yeah. year. So, mm-hmm. so we will. F- obviously finalize uh closer to showtime but should we let the people know what our oscar bet challenge is this year yeah yeah is that is that confirmed the well you have to right now what i'm proposing is uh, a night at karaoke a la uh, marriage story uh, but we combine it with a little bit of the whiskey sour challenge that we've been doing since July. And so what it would be was you need to drink at least eight whiskey drinks and then sing being alive in front of just random people at a karaoke. <laughs> and so if you lose, if one of us loses, you're going to have to document yourself drinking the whiskeys like Cliff or like uh, uh, Rick Dalton. And then you've got to how, how, how go sing just, being uh, alive. Uh, uh, a blender of uh, margaritas, sours. yeah, <laughs> a, a, whis- a whiskey sour blender while singing. Okay, yeah. So you've got to bring it up with you. Like yeah, yeah. You, you gotta be you gotta be drinking this whiskey sour blender. So while you're singing, be being alive, uh, someone <laughs> to love me too much. Uh, so wait, come so- on, Alan. Want something? <laughs> want something? Want something. So, so are you telling me that I've got to bring, if I lose, I've got to bring a blender to the bar? 
<laughs> and I then think that's put the it bit. in. Yeah. Can you put my drink in this blender? <laughs> Someone to love me too much. Okay. Yeah. I'm a, I'm just anticipating I'm gonna lose because I lost last year. Yeah, um, but that was a close one. We both got brutalized on our battle. Yeah, we, I think we went like 48 percent or something. Sad. Yeah, it was rough. So. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Well, let's let's just do it straight up. Most correct picks. No weights. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm for it. I think that worked last time. Yeah. Um. Cool, man. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. that sounds good. Well, let's cut it there. I'll play you out with a little bit of song from 1917. There's a really nice moment when he finally gets to the town in France he's going to, and and all the they're almost kind of in a, in a church communion. Yeah, that, that was another um, beautiful listening moment. to this song together before they go off to battle. And I think it's an it's the and another moment yeah one moment like, Dude, of stillness you in, go. in all this uh, chaos and yeah they are going over the wall. He stops like... sitting around. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. Stop listening to the pretty song. But we'll play the people out with the pretty song. Uh, remember, don't don't lay down. Everyone listening, you guys have things to do. You guys have to go like and subscribe. Yeah, come on, come, come on, Corporal. Don't Before me and, are, me and Hayes are blown to pieces. So. <laughs> yes, Sarge. Don't dilly dally. All right, cool, man. Yeah, we got yeah, it in. Perfect. All right, so we'll, we'll talk later. All right, brother. Talk to you later. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Bye! In that bright light to which I go, I'm going there to see my father. I'm going there no more to roam. I'm only going over Jordan. I'm only going.